0: Five and five, four, three.
1: Recording. Recording.
2: Recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober Swole podcast. My name is Jake Howard.
0: And I go by DJ Swirl.
1: Chocolate and vanilla Swirl.
2: And as always, before we get started, give you a shout out to Royalty Nutrition. And to help me out with that, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Warhorse.
1: Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this, or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay! If you want second place, go with somebody else! If you want to be a champion,
2: go with Royalty Nutrition! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Royalty Nutrition is a veteran owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically go to use the cheapest ingredients possible. While making their supplements for you, check them out. Use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on your entire order. My next shout out of the evening will be to Gorilla Gains. That's Gorilla Gains with the Z.com. They are a fitness apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. They also make great equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. Use the discount code Jake15 to save you 15% over there as well. My last shout-out of the evening will be to me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for someone to help guide you along your uh, fitness or nutrition path, please hit me up on my personal Instagram page. That's at Joward. Same thing on x and I will gladly have a conversation with you. If we are not a fit, I know coaches and trainers throughout the United States that might be a better fit for you, and I'll gladly point you in their direction. Also, my Patreon is patreon.com/backslash On there, I do blog style entries. I do my training log, and I also once a month I do a uh, solo show where I just rant about whatever's on my mind. And that is patreon.com/backslash hey joward i would love to see you there dj swirl tell them about that buy-to-buy
0: empire they say teamwork makes the dream work but what about the nightmare from your landlord to your dashboard sometimes life don't play fair if you lack time got a bad spine, we're here to support you giving peace of mind from the time you buy until we say goodbye. 602 0472- 602- 345- 0472- That's right, buy To buy We specialize in fast, friendly, on-demand, moving, delivery, staging, TV mounting, and assembly. Uh, what you see right here To Buy2Buy Studios. Buy to buy Studios is high quality, low stress, remote controlled. Um, we help you take, we help take boutique brands and elevate their presence online. So whether that's from simple reels, stories, or posts, all the way to full fledged live streaming, what you're seeing right here. Yeah. We can help you do that. So find us anywhere you are at buy to buy Studios, or you can go to buy to buy.com forward slash studios, see it all there. Uh, Jake, what are we talking about tonight?
1: Well,
2: I've had an interesting day, interesting last couple of days. (laughs) I think we'll talk off with my first speeding ticket that I've gotten in over half a decade.
0: So this ticket, where is this an area that you're accustomed to seeing traps?
1: I'm
2: not accustomed to seeing traffic.
0: Oof. Very good.
2: Right. So, so you- on how it works is I go out to uh, Florence every other day, no matter how that falls in the week, to go check on the big chickens, collect eggs, rotate stuff, get food and water situated, see if I need to go stop by the store and buy things. Yeah. And then after I've done with that, I scoot out back towards... Town and I go pick up young Ruthless from school. Cool. So there's two ways I can go. It's either I go back where I drive through Florence and the part of Florence that has like the Safeway and the hospital on the way into Queen Creek, meaning into Santan. Yep. Or I can totally skip all of that and then take Arizona Farm Road to Hunt Highway. And then get to the school. So traffic was looking a little screwy today. So I didn't feel like driving all the way through like the town. So I was like, I'll just, I'll scoot down here and take Arizona farm road. And you know, it's just, it was today. It was Marley, Christopher, the dog, Ginger and me. Because Ginger wanted to go for a ride today. So we're just, Singing songs and talking nonsense and mobbing down the road. And then, number one, one of the worst things about the American police force system, no matter which department, an unmarked, souped up charger pulls up behind me with its lights on. Ooh. Fuck you. Right? Straight up. <laughs>
0: Get the sexy police.
2: Yeah, he got the fast car to get my
0: minivan, (laughs) Miami Vice, chase it down. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, so I'm like, cool, I pull over and I get my stuff ready. I'm getting it out. And he comes over to the passenger window. He goes. The reason why I'm standing over here is because you just parked barely over the white line, and I didn't want to get hit by traffic. I said, "Okay."
0: <laughs> Smart move. <wasn't it?
2: laughs> like, like, way to be safe, champ. <laughs> so,
0: so was that more of a shot at your your lack of consideration
1: I, for his? I
2: didn't pull up farther into the slope desert in my fucking minivan for this. I'm not going to get my van stuck in some fucking loose-ass dirt so you can fucking jack off, dude. Anyway, (sighs)
1: so,
2: like, listen, I was speeding. I'll own it. I own my oops.
0: Were you in cruise control?
2: No, hell no. (laughs) Okay. No, man, like, look, I'm on a a desert road. There's no traffic over here.
0: Yep. I can scoot green light
2: there's no there there's no lights up until you get to where there's lights so i mean no other cars on the road i'm i'm gonna go a little i'm gonna go a little fast so he goes you know why i pulled you over and i was like oh that's probably speeding (laughs) and of and of course i'm looking this guy up and down and he's got his his navy seal trident on the center of his of his vest. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> cool. So, this is going to be a good interaction. <laughs> and, you know, the, anyway.
0: Do you have any marine insignia anywhere? No. Okay. Is it so when you give me your information that is that visible like how quickly into, my, and does he My get... driver's
2: license says veteran on it. Okay. And that's as far as I go gotcha um I mean obviously like we're in my office I have marine I have my Marine Corps flag up I have my uh promotion warrant and medals and stuff up over here
0: it's your office yeah
2: right because it's my office this yeah. is my personal space I don't I don't feel the need to uh publicly dick measure 24 7 <sighs> except one day so, pardon me, 24-7, 364.
0: Your one day. Yeah, you get your one day.
2: Yeah, that's November 10th, baby. Marine Corps birthday. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> um. So, I mean, like, I don't know if this dude was just having a bad day or he was bored or it's like he wanted me to see his SEAL trident and just suck his dick out in public or... <laughs> but I'm... I'm not that fucking guy. Um, Listen, the energy you give me, I will give back to you.
0: So as in this situation. I'm sorry? As the perp in this situation, uh, there isn't an assumed expectation of humility because you got pulled over?
2: No, my whole thing was, so how he started the conversation after his tantrum about having to walk the other side of the
0: car for sure
2: was i clocked you at 74 to 50. that's criminal speeding which i again responded okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) yeah you know he's like yeah and i go oh oops (laughs) was
0: this a was this a fellow white man Mm mm-hmm okay
2: yeah, but like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, okay, you caught me. Cool. Yeah. Like, that's... I'm... Great. I'm glad you could take time out of your date.
0: Move on. Next... Yeah. Next
2: Here's place. my shit. Yeah. Like, I know I'm getting a ticket. I know it. I know... Like, you got me. We don't... I don't... I got... I've got two of my kids in the back seat and my dog, who's just... high. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. or sitting up front with me I was like you're not gonna ruin my day dude
0: yeah
2: I know it's coming <laughs> I accepted this the moment I saw your lights so like yeah
0: <laughs> so how long and, did that last
2: oh he he was back there probably like I had time to call Brittany for like s- seven minutes while oh. he was running my stuff yeah like Are you sure? Are you sure this guy hasn't been pulled over before? Are you sure he doesn't have a warrant? Are you positive?
0: (laughs) He was saying all that next to you.
2: No, like because there's there's no way in his system it took that long for him to be like (sighs) because you pull up my record, it's like okay, no felonies. Like he's got a misdemeanor from when he jaywalked. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, but the um, but again, the the volleying of pettiness. Like, he's not going to be quick. But see, but I'm not going to get hostile either. Because,
2: hey, you caught me.
0: Not a big deal, yeah. Cool thing. Yeah, man.
2: And like, I could have gotten real shitty like the moment I got my stuff back, but I didn't. Because he comes back and he was like, hey, just so you know, cause you didn't have any record or of any of anything in Pinal County, which, you know, I don't know if you have a record anywhere else. And I was like, smooth. (laughs) And, uh,
0: you don't have the authority to see that. Oh, okay.
2: No, but I was just like,
0: no, but that's what it is. He's admitting that your records, if there is one
1: high five. Right.
2: And And I, I'm just nodding my head. He goes, here's, here's the, uh, just so you know, because this is your first time, with the citation here, I took the criminal part off of it. And I said, cool, man.
0: <laughs> Is it more work for him as, if it's criminal?
2: Oh yeah, he'll have to fill out more paperwork probably, but. Yeah! There you go. And then,
1: he was doing but his- you know,
2: like, yeah, doing me a favor so he didn't have to do his paperwork later so he can so he can drive his charger real fast down the road. But like here's, all right. So I have a problem with not all Navy SEALs, certain Navy SEALs. Well, special forces people in general. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll open it up to that. There was a point in time, when you were special forces for real and you didn't advertise it because you were supposed to be fucking special agent secret squirrel of the military, right? Sure. So I understand, I understand being proud of your service. I understand uh, the veterans license plates. I understand a bumper sticker here and there. But the only reason for an officer of the law to wear his Navy SEAL trident is the, you better be intimidated by me. Because I've seen some
0: shit. The automatic valor.
2: Yeah. And and once again, I'm not that fuck. I'm not that guy. Wrong. You virtue signal like that to me. I'm like, you're a putz. I'm glad you went through the hardest school that the military has to offer, but you're being a cocksucker Do out in public right
0: now. Think that gets him, does that get him action?
2: Oh yeah, no, definitely
0: for sure. Okay, I mean he pulled yeah, a, and, over a minivan. Maybe he, that's what you expected.
2: Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I wonder, kind of fucking milfs driving this. Nope, just an angry bearded guy trying to go to a preschool. Yep, <laughs> deliver some eggs.
0: I wonder why he was salty. Try I'm
2: to, a pretty guy. I'm a pretty guy.
0: He to, didn't have to be like oh, that. No, but the moment you saw that, you were like, "Oh, oh
2: yeah." No, but the uh, but like, if he wasn't such a, if he hadn't ap- approached it aggressively,
0: yeah, he's a cop. From, from, oh. from, I know,
2: I know, but, but like I said, I'm a grown man, and I will approach every grown man how they approach me, no matter your profession. Going, I will
0: criminally res- speeding.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey. It doesn't it it doesn't
0: the privilege sir the privilege makes me laugh that's all
2: hey that's all bro no i just it it like my situation it, no matter the situation i have i give i give back what you have given to me Sure. sure. It's just, it, it doesn't matter what the job you're doing is it's, it's the end of it and you know i will not do anything else illegal because my children are with me and I would not do good locked up.
0: I'm too damn pretty. You said anything else?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, like I'm not going to escalate anything on my end is what I mean.
0: Oh, I mean, couldn't he have towed your car? Couldn't he have made your day much worse? Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, got off easy, dog. Like,
2: yeah, no, definitely. I know that. Like
0: you can, there was pick and point at the, at the things that bugged you about it. but like.
2: No, like, no, I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally grateful on
0: the back I'm totally simply getting pulled over.
2: I'm totally grateful. Like I, I know I'm,
0: you don't sound like, no,
2: no, no, listen, I've had a great day. I've had a great day. (laughs) It's just, this dude was being an ass. Yeah. And I, Hey, and that's, I had a great day.
0: He's going to continue to be that.
2: Yep. And.
0: Your, That's him. Your interaction with him did not solidify him or motivate him to change in any way.
2: Oh, because I didn't give him a reason to. Because I just gave it back.
0: <laughs> no, I, I get you. I'm just. Yeah. Think, I'm just thinking. In any other circumstance where someone gets pulled over like that, and then all of a, and because you matched his energy, he simply just does what he can do, and that is escalate the, the situation and then make your wife have to drive all the way out and come pick up your kids while he tows your, impounds your car. You go, he might let you off or he might take you in, whatever, right? He could have escalated on several levels. So, Oh, no, definitely. The idea that he approached and wasn't like nice about it simply because of how the roads work. But, like, yeah, that's not, I mean, that's you. That's your nature. Your nature is to be petty even when you're in the wrong. So, I
2: was. I give back what you give me, because I like the whole thing is. I know I, I'm wrong. I will admit I'm wrong.
0: You guys didn't start off on the same foot. He had to chase you down. <laughs> he had to chase you down, dog. Like
2: oh, with his fucking wait, souped up V8, he was know, tap what? caught him. Fuck that guy! Come on, <laughs> He's exactly. an unmarked car. Exactly. Suck.
0: <laughs> with all the greatness you're you're talking about. The language isn't matching that. That's.
2: No, his, him and his, him and his fucking, his car that can catch about anything. Like, Look I, out, it's the minivan. Rah!
0: Can I simply <laughs> said, because I had an altercation. I had a situation in Ahwatukee at a, at a festival. And it was over a parking situation. And what happened was I had my family with me, pulled up, driving into a new space, into a new festival we'd never been before. One of the uh, members of my um, networking group was posted up there in the vendor row, so I went to see him and then have fun with the kids. And so pulling forward, looking for a spot, and Co says, oh, there's one right here, and I go right past it. So I immediately hit my brakes, put my rear, put my, go in reverse, and just turn in. Like not even giving the person behind me a chance to get upset, because I was quick with it. And sure enough, he pulls forward, stops, honks on his horn. So I pause, and then I just keep going back because I know I've got enough room. I'm in a Sentra. And so and I drive an eight-and-a-half-foot trailer most days, so it's like, I'm good. So I park in, I pull back, and so then he scoots forward as I'm backing in. So he had the opportunity to just sit there, didn't. And so scooted for a little bit, but guess what? I'm good with mine, so I pulled right back. I pulled right in. The passenger, some white woman,
1: Blah 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 blah
0: blah. Not even driving, and I said over and almost, and gave her a thumbs up, and then just right back into the parking spot, one fill swoop, and the traffic just kept going. So end scene, right? So I get the girls out of the car, we gather our stuff, start walking our way into near the or you know toward the all the the floating or the, all the uh, the jumper devices, uh, the jump houses. And this woman comes out of left, pulling her son to confront me and yell at me more. So she had an opportunity to cool off, to do her thing. Nope. She got, either got dropped off. I guess she got dropped off because I didn't see another person with her the the whole time. But she, she came right up to me just at the end and like yelling. Like she's scolding me like I'm a child. And. She wasn't even driving my guy. And so she just blah, blah, blah. And I go, took a deep breath, and then I turned around and I walked right toward her. And she goes, oh no, don't come at me. I don't know what your idea of spacing is, but if you make it your point to confront me for the second time in about 90 seconds, and you went out of your way to do so, you ought to be prepared for what's coming. So like you said. I simply matched her energy and she flipped from being the typical Karen unoriginal to the victim Mm -hmm. in a heartbeat. And then she like ran, like she, she motioned over, started yelling, police, police, he almost hit me. Police, police, like trot doing the most again, the gratefulness you talk about with the authority figure who had every right To escalate the situation. This is just some woman literally doing this in front of her kid to my wife and my kids. My oldest starts crying because she hates when people raise their voice. And Mm -hmm. I cut it off, made sure that it stopped. And she kept trying to say stuff. And I was and then I stopped again. I turned around and I was like, this is your third time. And then she yelled at the cops. And I said, look, I, and I pulled up three fingers. I said, this is the third time she said something to me, boss. You're going to get involved soon, whether you want to or not. And he just went. <laughs> 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 like, Go about your day. Go about your day. Yeah. And yep. these people are you know, watching. And so the whole thing, you know, we talked about the HPD. She did the whole thing simply to make the scene. Mm-hmm. That the whole day, right? And so I get that just from a fucking taxpayer dog. Not somebody with any authority, not someone who has the right to approach you and take advantage of your misfortune, or you know, you're you know taking advantage of the speed limit or whatever. But like, nah, man, I got into some real shit for no reason, over and almost, and it's yeah, that's that's the power that certain people feel that they have, and she felt very comfortable, and everyone mm-hmm. that her, nobody came to my defense, no one tried to get. The middle tried to de escalate the situation. They were all just probably had their phones out. Yep, Didn't pay attention. I was laser focused on the angry Karen over a parking spot <laughs> and she wasn't even driving, man. Like, you're co signing. You're, you're angry co signing <laughs> You're rage co signing. Like, get, like you're saying about the cow, get, the, get all the fucking way out of here, dude. Like, in front of my family. And that was the beginning of our situation yeah, right like right I, at the beginning we had to, we had situations where we're standing there watching our kids play and then her son is in line as well so she's standing there, still talking about it to the people who will listen like 45 minutes later it's like her whole life the privilege again for a different circumstance from a different reasoning but that's the spectrum of it like yeah. you still feel entitled to be able to push back after criminal speeding and she feels entitled in a different way, but also simply because of who she feels that she is like. Yeech.
1: I'm
2: also of the uh, school of thought of. Who was the victim in my crime?
0: Oh, sure. Sure. Right. Yep. No, that's same. and Twins
2: yeah no because that because that,
0: oh i made if coffee. i was oh i made oh oh my god you almost spilled your coffee oh my god like
2: no my thing is if i were if i were speeding like i was mm-hmm. let's say i got in a wreck and something happened to the kids and the dog and somebody else and i did some damage to property
1: yeah
2: and i somehow walk away i'm alive crucify me in public
0: That's a very dramatic circumstance.
2: No, no, but like, no, but for real, like if I, if I, if I kill somebody else.
0: But that's after the fact, right? He's, he's, pre- pre- no. he's preventing the tragedy. There's no crime. No, no, no. The potential no. of tra- no victim,
2: no crime, not a, no victim, not no a, crime,
0: not a victim, but your kids would be victims in a situation. Your dog no
2: victim, no crime.
0: It's the potential. Because it, you driving at excessive speed increases, significantly inc- increases the chances of something happening, of a crime happening. Even if it's a traffic violation, that's still a crime.
2: That's like it's arresting just, somebody for thinking about a murder.
0: No, no, no. We're not talking about...
2: <laughs> no victim, a, no crime.
0: are talking about a precog. We're talking about a limit that is placed for the safety of yourself and others around you it is simply don't do this because bad things tend to happen when speeds get this high and no you,
2: victim, don't cry.
0: But again you're not you're not talking about anything outside you're not including your own responsibility because you knew better and you have kids in the car so mm-hmm. there are people who might see this who will think who will judge you because of you driving excessive just with kids in the car that's fine Right, so you went about no victim. Uh not a good look. There was no victim. No, right. There was no victim. All right. There's again, you're not talking about we're not talking about a crime, but you violated a traffic law. So the traffic law isn't about another person. It's about you disobeying the law.
2: I'm saying no, I'm not going to get into the philosophy of it. No, I no. live in a place that has a has a law that is enforced when no rights of any other person have been violated.
0: I got hit by a car three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And the cop told me, had very, had, had apathy toward me. The person who was struck by a vehicle, by someone who failed to stop at a stop sign. That basic.
2: No, and that's this, and the cop should have found the person.
0: No no no. No no. So all of everything you're talking about no victim no crime. Ah. You were the
2: victim and a crime was committed.
0: Right. Guess what? He had zero urgency to try and bring any kind of resolution to the situation because it was inconvenience to his day.
2: And that's fucked up. Your rights were violated. I violated no one's rights.
0: No no, no. but you didn't get charged See, with the crime of violating someone's rights. That's not what you right? got. Not what your citations for.
2: What I'm what I'm saying is
0: you're conflating two different things.
2: No, what I'm saying is those laws are bullshit. Unless there is someone whose rights are violated, has know. anything actually been done? No. So traffic laws that do not involve the violation of someone else's rights are just extortion schemes. That's okay.
0: it. Okay, got you. I got you. That's all.
2: I, that's what I'm saying. There was no because. I didn't cause any property damage.
0: No, no, no. I didn't cause. About like, crime. None of that is, you're, you're conflating. Too right. Much. So,
2: no, but so your citation, your civil citation.
0: Is, is because you broke the traffic law.
2: Which are bullshit. Because no rights were violated.
0: Again, you're talking about a crime. You're conflating two different things, bro. The traffic Cite- law does not have, there doesn't have to be a crime committed. You running a stop sign is not. Uh, It it doesn't, if I wasn't there, he still committed a traffic violation.
2: I'm saying traffic violations are just extortion schemes. Unless there is something, unless someone or someone's property has been damaged in some way, shape, or form. It's just an extortion scheme.
0: That's it. No, no, you say just, which means it's only. No, it's not only an extortion scheme. If those same provisions are not in place, things are a lot worse on the road which is a a scary thought because things are pretty bad on the road as they are. So Mm -hmm. these are provisions put in place simply for the public's good safety. It is a social situation. It's not a me thing. It's not a you thing. It's not a personal basis. It's not a personal attack. So you're talking about a victim. You're talking about there was no one else hurt because you're not trying to take responsibility for what you did. What you did was violate excessively violate you didn't just violate it you excessively violated the posted limit four shits and giggles simply because you felt like going faster that's it so you want to talk about you, you like you, you're like pro, you're like projecting the accountability outwards like you don't deserve it but you deserve getting pulled over because you were driving excessively the now the I, fine
2: I think I think you're I think I'm not presenting this well you're right (laughs) i understand within the laws written on the books yeah the accountability i must take for my actions i understand it i'll pay my fine i'll go about my day so i accept it what i'm saying is my civil citation violated no one's rights no
0: one, no one's questioning you that because it's not, that, enough- no, and,
2: and that's all I'm saying,
0: but you, that's it. I don't know what you're trying to take away from that, because you're not saying anything that nobody no. doesn't already know. We're talking, you're talking right. about, you got a traffic citation and you're talking yeah. about it shouldn't be as, I mean, so, so, so what should change? Should it just not exist at all? Should you find no. it? No,
2: they like, shouldn't exist.
0: Well, that's the thing, though, because other people have driven 74 and killed people. And so they said, well, let's not go 74.
2: And they should be crucified in public. No,
0: no, 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 no. So they have to make it. That's what most laws are. Most laws are the result of fuckery or the the reaction to fuckery. So it's people Mm -hmm. following the laws and they have to make a law. You know, it's like putting a caution. The coffee is hot label on a coffee lid because McDonald's got sued for a ton of money. Because someone drank the coffee right out the pot and it burnt them, right? So they have to, they are now required as a result of that suit to label it accordingly simply for a release of liability.
2: And that was in a civil lawsuit, had nothing to do with the government.
0: So when someone gets killed like that from someone driving 74, there is not only a criminal case, right? There's also the civil side of it. And so the civil side will probably more heavily involve the citation nature of it, right? Because not only did they hurt somebody or injure somebody, but they also broke traffic laws. So there's a criminal side to it based off of, you know, the victim, if there was one, and then there is the civil side because the family of the victim gets to sue on their behalf, right? For the fact that they um, violated the law, the traffic law outside of the victimhood, outside of the criminality of it all. It is what you did could have caused harm to someone else. And that's why that limit of 50 or whatever the speed limit was is set to, re, to greatly reduce the odds, the liability that comes with driving excessively at that speed. That's what everything is designed around. Now, how much they profit off of it? And of course, profit because like you said, it's out of thin air, it's a construct, right? It's something you don't agree with, nor do I. I ran a traffic light several years ago. Got my picture. I saw it, I was like, shit, that sucks. Had a good record like you, so what did Ryan do? Ryan paid the fine online, thought it was done. (laughs) Not in Arizona, in Arizona by default regardless of your driving record, if you violate a tra- a photo ticket, if you get a photo ticket, you're required first offense, defensive driving class online. So you're talking about the extortion. So not only if I would have just paid that amount and then taken the defensive driving class, I would not have had to pay the other fine that I paid. They don't tell you that. And you know, Kill two birds with one stone. Here's whatever that money is, similar to what you're paying right now, but it mm-hmm. got up because my logic didn't make sense to the government, to the laws in place, and so my bill wound up being closer to six hundred dollars for running through a photo traffic light, and I had to dedicate eight hours of my own time to go sit in a class with people who actually killed people on the road, to mm-hmm. where had DUIs, to where people who had, you know. Their car, they had a breathalyzer in their car. They had all of these, you know, they had all this other stuff going on. And I'm just sitting around looking at these people like, are you fucking for real? They just throw you in the same loop if you don't follow the, the directions correctly. So you want to talk about a victimless crime, bro. I went through a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Well, I
2: told you they did that to me with my jaywalking ticket back in the day, right?
0: Yeah. Again. Yeah, I those little sure and yes people who run through the photo lights and do that again I wasn't at excessive speed I was going back to work from lunch down the street dog I only sped up to try to get through the light because I didn't want to wait and I didn't make it because I have a cruiser and it's not built to go like that I was feeling myself and I just went right through it snap snap so when the thing came I paid it no problem I'm like yeah I remember that (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then everything else came down from that. And I'm just like, yo, this is some trash, dog. This is some trash. So, again, you can feel how you feel by all means, but let's just be careful not to conflate the criminality of it because there was none. We agree with that. That's right. not something that needs to be said because it's not part of the equation. But you were going 24 miles an hour over the speed limit, <laughs> dog. That's excessive. On a
2: wide open country yeah. road.
0: J, 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 just <laughs>
2: big <because>. fucking deal.
0: <laughs> which, which is awesome because it segues into what I told Colleen a couple of days ago. I was like, I I just switched recently to the mindset of driving the speed limit and capping myself off at it. Now I usually drive five, seven miles an hour over. Just mm-hmm. because typically the, the flow of traffic, right? And so the speed limit feels like more of a suggestion than, you know, a consequence or a barometer that you should uphold to the law. But like, yeah, man, people, and so people fly by me now. They're just, (laughs) I'm already pulling a trailer. So I'm not in a hurry. Like I'm not trying to go 80 miles an hour with my trailer. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's just like problems, the odds of problems happening increase if I do. So fuck that driving the speed limit. People honk. People zoom around me, cut me off. Like, the way that I get treated, following the rule is wild. And I see it every day. So I get that reminder that people are shit bags behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And all grown accustomed to. We've all been given the credence to feel like we're entitled to go faster. A little bit faster than the speed limit. Because we gotta get where we need to be. I said, hilarious, dog. So I just started slowing down. So uh it was an easy change and what it did was it two things it allowed me to see how how hurried people are just in general they're so hurried and if i get ahead if i'm planning my route and i have the time in front of me it tells me how long it's going to take me to get somewhere at a certain time i show up on time all the time not rushing so instead of all the anxiety the extra you know the adrenaline that you have to have Zipping and dipping through traffic and lanes, like I get to go into my next job harder than most people do because they're in a rush to get where they're going to be. And so, and coasting around on these scooters and on this bike, going 15, 20 miles an hour and realizing how fast that is for the human body just floating around. (laughs) Like, still pretty quick. And so, 65 is man, you're dipping because when you're going through these. In between streets, first, second, third, street, and avenue, downtown, twenty five miles an hour is the max, bro. So even when I'm getting passed up on scooters, like still zooming by when they're at a stoplight. (laughs) Left, right, nope. Four thirty in the morning, see ya. Like and I got I got a vial I got a ticket right before we came on here from the parking authority, downtown Phoenix. Guess how much that bill is for not paying for a spot I was in? Maybe forty-five minutes. Mm. Ninety-two dollars, dog. And it probably would have cost me what? Ten bucks. Mm-hmm. If I, I mean, paid full price or whatever. And so I, I have, I have the the landing page for the QR code that you scan to pay it because I meant to. I just got busy and didn't think about it, and it just kind of. I'm there all the time anyway on a short-term basis. And so I've recently started parking farther away and then riding my scooter or something up there and back because it's quick and because mm-hmm. the way the traffic is, blah, blah, blah. Nah, man. So the speed limit situation with you driving excessively is, is funnier to me right now because I've been driving slower on purpose because we, you don't need to rush. Like The math has been done. That says you can drive. You can get places in a decent amount of time without killing people, and we do it on a daily basis, man. Like I don't watch the news, but I know every time I do, it's not hard to see a wrong a wrong way video. It's not hard to see oh. a tragedy from some young kid who was out and you know hooked around with their friends. Like we do bad all by ourselves.
2: Yeah, my wife works in. Uh... Collision auto claims.
0: Oh boy, that's all. Yeah. So, so, about mm-hmm. uh, what was Brit's reaction when she heard about you? You, you getting pulled she, over? Uh, she said, "Oh." Oh, she wasn't. She didn't. She wasn't upset. She drives now. No, because no, I
2: told her I was like, "Look, i I'm taking care of this. Don't worry about it. Everyone's okay." Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, it's just not
2: like <sighs> Excessive
1: Excessive
0: <laughs> So you want to talk about Something that almost again almost That might be the key to this Breaking locks and laws almost um, I almost burnt The trailer down Big red
2: yeah, go on. With uh, the with your setup?
0: The scooters. <laughs> no, not with the yeah. battery. <laughs> not with the not with my makeshift, my MacGyver battery situation. No yeah. the uh, the scooters. So Spin made the decision to minimize the fleet down from eleven hundred in Scottsdale, Tempe, and Phoenix to just four hundred in only Phoenix and so they needed to get all of the units that were still on the road off and so last week i spent a few days getting a bunch of units and i can go 10 wide four or five deep in the trailer i could probably do more if i wanted to make it messy in there but i had it clean lined up nice and neat and i had 41 of those m- chilling uh i had um Ratchets, no ratchets, I had straps, everything was tight, ready to go, and then I got, a, and they have a mode that is different from what we have been using with Ranger. With Ranger, you could unlock the vehicle for, for a certain amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be three minutes. Is what the window was, and it would be quicker than that. Very, most, more often than not. This has an unlimited time window when you go through the same process, but there's no limit on it, bro. So it just stays on. So I got a bunch of these in, and I lined them all up, ratchet them in, and then went down the street across the block to get more because I had, I was almost at capacity, and there were enough to get to fill me up a few. A few uh, yards down the way. And so I moved the trailer down. And in doing so, one of the one of the scooters that I still had on because I hadn't uh, locked it. Because there's an unlock, which lets you drive it around, free willy, willy-nilly. <laughs> and uh, you lock it, and it turns it back off. puts it back in sleep mode. So I didn't get to go back to sleep mode. So I go to open up the trailer, and I see smoke. And I'm like, what? And so I open up the back smoke just comes out one of them moved just enough to where the throttle got hooked on the uh, the set whatever that the rope whatever it was on and so it was just on Vah! wasn't on long but it was on long enough where that it was burning rubber inside the trail. Hell yeah and I was like oh my God. so of course I had to jump in there Cover my mouth up, turn it off real quick. It took me 30 seconds and it was done. But like the smell lingered. I had blankets and stuff in there against the walls. And so it's like, couldn't believe it, man. And so I have a little mark on my trailer now, a little burn hole where, 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 where it carved into the wood. But yeah, man. So uh, that was a, you have Ryan's business updates. Uh, almost burnt down uh, the trailer. Um, And then, uh, just finished doing a, uh, a 12 foot table delivery for a Curtisi company. Um, it's a young man who, uh, does custom woodworking and I got linked up with him through the customer we wound up delivering the table to. And so I've done, I think eight jobs for, uh, Laura at this point, and she has referred me on multiple occasions, uh not only to multiple people, but to the job I'm doing tomorrow. And so uh, shout-out to Laura and all my loyal repeat customers who continue to simply extend that courtesy. Word of mouth is so strong, even in the digital age, and I appreciate it very much. So um, got that taken care of this past week also. And then, uh, yeah, definitely did a a game show, Battle Arena. Have you done one of those? No. Have you done an escape room? Yes. How was that? How was your? How did you feel about that?
2: That was fun. Uh, I did the escape room with all the Maverick screwed. I was the only sober person there, so we didn't we didn't get out. And oh, oh. so so that was fun because all these like drunk folks trying to read stuff and figure figure out puzzles, and I'm just like.
1: Uh, <laughs> so
0: this is in the same light as an escape room, but you're definitely doing puzzles because we did the classic game show. Uh, Room to where we did like Wheel of Fortune, um, Family Feud, uh, Blink was it Clinko? Is that what it's called? Where you drop the Clinko, yeah. And uh, guess the price. Like they had some household items. You had to tally up, you know, put the stickers where they belong and all that. So we're doing all this, and early on it's like six to six. Early tie game. It's tight. Everybody's route up. And then it switches over to Wheel of Fortune. And I black out. <laughs> I tap into all the episodes we used to watch as a kid. I still watch this day. And we used to compete as a family when I was younger to Wheel of Fortune for ice cream. And so if you could, if I could beat my dad, if we could solve the most puzzles, you would get you would win ice cream. I was a chunky kid for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was good at Will of fortune. and so we got into this room dude. We went from being up six -- oh, we went from being tied six to six. The final score was 40 to 19. <laughs> we destroyed our fellow BNI EVE members, because um, it was a team-builder situation, but I mean, it was fun. It was a good time. I'll go back. I'll bring people. And they have another. The other side is like uh, new age games, and so they have like flip cup, and they have uh, other other games that are that are more recent or more trendy. Um, but yeah, man, I went crazy, and I was I, I I had a great time, but I was still able to like divvy off the responsibility. At one point, someone else on my team knew the answer to something while it was my turn, and I was like, I think they know who it is, so I got to chair in the, in the victory, and we got like a pose with a fake trophy or whatever, but yeah, man, Game Show Battle Arena in Chandler was a lot of fun.
2: It sounds like a damn good time.
0: I would recommend it. Is, you know, and you could, they, have, they serve beer for people who drink, right? I think they have non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. I think they've got the nons over there. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, a couple of people were drinking while we were there, and then we went to ZT House afterwards, and they got the Shamborgs, which are the their specialty drink just like a throat mm. margarita essentially and uh, yeah I just got a crown and coke had one for the first time in four years maybe and immediately reminded me of the smell of concrete and garbage <laughs> down <laughs> and the heat and entertaining folks for several years on that rooftop um, on Including the other 15 years of my DJ career because I drank most of it, but like, I don't miss it, man. I do not miss it at all. Tastes great. Reminded me of good things, but it was like one and done. I don't even know how much it costs. I just paid for it. I didn't even look at the tab. I was like, here. <laughs> I need to see that too. Man, I...
2: I miss a good whiskey and
0: Coke. Yeah. Man. See, I have the privilege of doing that without having the same reaction that you do or motivation to do to drink, to drink in excess. I do, And I can't even get enjoyment out of it. Like it yeah. was cool, but I, but I felt it reminded me the most of what I used to do. And that's just have a drink to have one while I'm in the company of other people. Well, see, and that's that drinking. So see. And that's where I get in, into the
2: the booze demons talking to me because so it's like you could have one it just reminds you of the bad times yep not even yeah. not even opening that door
0: no. <laughs> no like i i had no motivation to do bad things to whatever i just got you know and i felt it i felt it quick um but had one, had water before and after, had a full meal, and then it was pouring rain that one day that it did, briefly. Pouring rain as soon as I went to step outside. So I had to run to my van. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time, though. Um, and I remember going to Z T house several years back with some other folks and it being like a scene, it being like a, a thing to do. But, like, I'm 40 as fuck, man. That is not, like, cool every once in a while. Especially for business purposes on the follow-up of, you know, a team builder or a networking event. Like, cool. But I'm not making plans to go drinking anywhere. I got invited for the second time to a bar crawl. No thanks. Not interested. Because I'm going to feel like I need to be drinking. Which means I'm going to Consume more calories than I need to. I'm going to probably make poor decisions or whatever and spend more money. Like, no thanks. No thanks. Oh, and the recovery. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. There's no bounce back like I used to. No way. Oh, oh, yes. Before I forget, um, BNI East Valley Entrepreneurs is doing a toy drive uh, this Ooh. year. And so um, I wanted to make sure that I said that out loud. I have a picture that I have to find and I had brought up on purpose so I could recall. Didn't do that either. There it is. Toy Drive. Donate new and gently used toys for those in need this holiday season. That includes dolls, cars, books, board games, art supplies, balls, and sporting equipment. Multiple drop-off locations and pickup options available. We are doing pro bono deliveries. Um, for those who need it, um, if you have any kind of donations that you would like to provide, um, definitely reach out to us. Hit us up in the DMs and uh, let us know when and where we can pick up and uh, help someone out less fortunate this holiday season. I
2: do believe I can find bags of stuff.
0: <laughs> I uh, The girls started their Christmas list. So they like line at the top. Hey, and it's Christmas list. Ten things or whatever. And so underneath that, I wrote Anna's donation list and I put my numbers down. And so we started this thing last year where. For however many things that they want, they have to be willing to give up that many in return. And so we got to make space. We got way too much stuff. Way too. I'm sure this is a common theme, but we have so much stuff that it annoys me. Like I got them this gigantic dollhouse that they still play with. But it's they just have stuff stuffed into the open areas. And it's like, they don't even have room to play. Like you can't even enjoy the, the craftsmanship of the giant thing. That was like $2,000 originally. Like I got that thing free on the back end of a delivery, like really nice house up in an area. I'm going to be in tomorrow, Arcadia. And he was like, can you do anything with this dollhouse? And I was like, you bet your ass. I can. He's like, Couple couple of areas need addressing, you know, a couple of broken spots or whatever, but you can take it if you can fit it in your trailer. You goddamn right. So that was a Christmas present a couple of years ago, I think. So but yeah, I'm making sure that they get used to the idea of giving stuff up because privilege. So I I like that. I so like that a lot. My work. Has not been as bad. Has been bad. But yours has also not been fun. You sent me a picture yesterday, this morning, of last, night. Last, last night, last night. You like? What'd you say before that? I think I might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me. So explain what you were doing, and why your why your massive hands decided to make it a problem.
2: Oh, it gets more funny than my massive hands. <laughs> so where I work, they I unload trucks and put the stuff on the, from the trucks where it's supposed to go. At the old Humble gig.
1: Yep.
2: And we had so much stuff that we have to take it off the truck, try and put it where it goes. If it doesn't go there, it goes into a back stock room. If it doesn't fit in the back stock room... It goes into shipping containers outside. So my task when I first showed up last night was to take this stuff and put it in these shipping containers. And I was already pissed off because whoever freaking started this stack doesn't know how to stack shit. So I had to fix a bunch of <laughs> so I had to fix a bunch of stuff and unload these things. And then I got left outside with two pallet jacks and like, how am I gonna get this crap inside? And there anyway. So before I was leaving to go get the other stuff that needed to go out there, I have to lock this back up because um the security reasons. And as I'm putting the lock on there, it won't go on, even though the storage container is lot it's closed, it's closed all the way. I've made sure everything's pushed and you know the latches are down. And so I'm pushing this lock on and pushing this lock on, and I'm I'm getting it there and I got it about it's it's just like a hair's width away from where I could just turn it and lock the lock. So I back up and I kick the shit out of this lock. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and the uh the key was sticking out and I uh I broke the key off inside the lock.
0: Have you successfully executed that in the past? Yeah. So you kick. So wait, you're just Chuck norris this with mm-hmm. and power.
2: Yeah, usually.
0: You have to kick the actual key to make it turn, right? No, no, no.
2: Not the not the key. The, the lock itself. I'm kicking the lock itself, not the key.
0: And you couldn't have taken the key out prior to the kick?
2: The key was stuck. I tried. Got you. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I'm just going to put my heel on the back of this thing. Lock her up and head inside, no problem. Yep. Fucking nope. <laughs> I must be out of practice. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Okay, and so, so what ensues?
2: So I have to load up everything and deadlift this pallet jack on top of these pallets and then <laughs> Well, first thing I do is I uh I text my boss, I'm like, hey, I broke the lock. He was like He's basically like tough shit. I'm on lunch. Yep. Go talk to, Go talk to who's running the store tonight. Okay. So I go in and hey, shipping containers unlocked. Why I broke a lock? <laughs> right. So the office says, "Well, go back out there." Um, Brad will be out there in a second to talk you through it or whatever. Okay. So I'm like, well, here it is. The first time I'm in actual trouble. (laughs) And, uh, so I'm standing out there just waiting, doing, holding security, being a good gear guard, making sure no one's getting in there. And he comes out there and he goes, all right, one of two things happened. Either someone was messing around trying to get in there or the key was really weak. And I said, Nope. Third thing. (laughs) He goes, what? And I said, I broke it. I I broke that. And he goes, (laughs) he goes, fair enough. (laughs) And then he was, and he moves the, the, the swing down latch and locks it. And I was like,
0: So did you not have the swing down latch on?
2: Oh, I had the swing down latch on. Okay. So he he moved it and then locked it. Yeah. I was like, "Did that?" Because okay. this container Uh-oh. was. Uh, this container is different than the other ones.
0: Yep. Yep. No. Not so. On. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was like I'm like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Technic- <laughs> so much, man. And your Chuck Norris take outdated, I think.
2: I mean, I just, I just out of practice, I need to start kicking, kicking a bag more or something.
0: So is that lock, is that lock done?
2: No uh, yeah. No, there's like, it's, it's deep.
0: Okay. Well, the, the combo lock that I have for the Tempe storage location is, uh, awesome, is keyless, right? And so I had one that I thought was suitable. And so, they said it wasn't good enough. They locked me out that mug. <laughs> locked us out that mug. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but yeah. those locks. They said,
2: nice. get the other one.
0: <laughs> no kicking that one. Nope. Oh, that's great.
2: But, yeah, that was... I had my rage moment.
0: I'm trying not to have my fantasy football rage moment. Because I lost to my good, my good friend back home, Corey. He uh, he basically outscored everybody but one other person in the league, and of course I had to go up against him, and I outscored, I think three other people. He and three other people outscored me, and I outscored everybody else in the league. So it was a matchup situation. I still overachieved based off of what my uh my scoring prediction or whatever they say is, but like yeah, he did as well. We were it was neck and neck. There was like three or four points that separated us pre. Uh, matchup and so he's he scored I think 20 more points than he was supposed to so yeah man it was a good matchup I still only lost by like 10-12 points but like I got the aggregate points that will come up to tiebreaker town because the top 8 spots of our league are all separated by 2 games so it's going to be tight it's in the last 2 weeks so try not to be upset about it or the fact that the Bears couldn't score a touchdown last night um, dude like, I'm looking at my Bears flag, and I'm just shaking my head. Goodness. I,
2: because I was at work the whole time as the game was going on. Yeah. Just kind of peeking in to see what was going on. And I knew that I had to be in probably one of the most boring games to watch. But then what? I saw that Dobbs threw four interceptions, and then there were still mm-hmm. no touchdowns.
0: The weird part was the defense was playing off and then the offense was still operating. Like they were still moving down the field and Then they just turned into shit when it got, when it mattered. I was like,
2: yeah. Well, didn't they fire?
0: Not enough. Whoever. Not enough. Yeah. No, they made little intermittent moves that don't make a difference. And just like every, the idea that they are shopping fields, he not that he has to operate and play every week without the certainty of a job of his con- of his just his contract. He is still playing lights out. He is still outplaying his rookie contract. Okay. Mm-hmm. But all of the outside pressure, all of the internal nonsense, like and then he got injured. Like he got legit hurt on his throwing hand. You need your thumb to be right. So, like before that point, he was top five in the league, top ten in the league got hurt, came back, had a rough first game, had a great second game, and then started decent this game again. And then, I mean, he had a couple turnovers himself. Uh, I think he had interception that was not his fault, like it was a tip or something like that, but Mm -hmm. all I know is they are way too talented to not be competitive, to not be the Lions of their division. Like, it's sad. It's sad to see...
1: Is my dogs? I don't know. Sorry.
0: You're good. But I see stuff pop on my timeline all the time from former players who are just like, organization. It's inside. It's internal. Like, they're not trying to win games. They're trying to be profitable. That's still numero uno. So, as long as that's the case, fans are going to suffer. Which...
2: Which long played Kyle. Kyle yeah. Long was the lineman for the Bears.
0: Yeah. He was solid for a long time.
1: <laughs> hmm But
2: he's his outspokenness against the Bears organization and has been for years. Yeah. Has been pretty much my go-to to understand oh. what's going on there. <laughs> I like them I like them long boys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, they
2: explain stuff good for me to laugh at.
0: <laughs> back I remember I liked, I liked having him on our team when he was mm-hmm. he played during the Cutler area, so era. So it's like, uh, and that's the thing. For them to have this little faith in Fields on the back end of supporting Cutler for a decade, like, oh, my God. Anyway, but I
2: I love Jay Cutler.
0: <laughs> Jay Cutler is hilarious to listen to. Yes, <laughs> like, who, you, who you like, who you enjoy listening to his college?
2: Yeah, that's absolute liability on the field. That's H- <laughs> his hysterical human being.
0: <laughs> rocket of an arm. Yeah, rocket of an arm, and just and knew it and played like. He didn't care if it got caught. <laughs> He's like, "I'm throwing. Oh, that's a tight window. I'm trying it out."
2: Yeah. Hopefully, someone's down there.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many interceptions that dude threw, but it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he turned the ball. Yeah, but it- turned the ball over like LeBron does.
2: But at least it was like 80 yards away when it's time to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 45, 50 yards. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Oh, man. And just uh, back to the sideline,
0: <laughs> and then him like being emotionless and like not caring. You're just like
2: okay, he's just throwing it out there, dog. Oh my god! Like the, the post game interviews were the best.
0: <laughs> did he? Yeah. Smoke on the Sidelines was huh? Did he smoke on the sideline?
2: <laughs> I I think that was I think that's a a Photoshop picture.
0: Okay. Because yeah. I remember he smoked, and that annoys me just because. smoke... Yeah. Hilarious, smoking cigarettes is hilarious, but no. yeah, no, like, the
2: post game press conferences were the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have made that throw.
0: <laughs> making millions of dollars,
2: it's just ridiculous.
0: Millions of dollars,
2: and then the show he had with his ex wife.
0: <laughs> I mean, when they get like, up, huh? I remember there was something that I shared. When they split up, there was something about, he was like, oh, she's not getting shit.
2: Yeah. When he told her to
0: get a job. He told her And so I posted this viral meme of a young lady who went skinny dipping in ice mm-hmm. and then jumped onto the ice and it didn't break. <laughs> yep. Well, so she did uh yeah it's always well, like it's, uh, that's uh kristen cavallari trying to get into mm-hmm. the house after <laughs> well
2: it's like the show they were in they were on together she was like he doesn't do anything he just stays at home he does nothing he stays at home all day. he doesn't do anything yeah. and he was just like i'm retired <laughs> i'm not doing shit 36,
0: like, 36 37 years old retired oh.
2: Like, oh that's the dream right there come
1: on <laughs> yeah and
0: like, Capacities. He's not CTE ridden or, you know, mm-hmm. he's got broken bones. Never healed right. also,
2: I've told that to Brittany since we first started dating. And I was like, if it ever gets to the point where like lifting isn't an option for me anymore, just get ready. I'm going to be 500 pounds. <sighs> and she goes, no. And I said, oh, yes. <laughs> 'cause one well, no, once that's done, who gives a shit? I'm gonna be having cheeseburger milkshakes on my motor scooter.
0: Uh-huh, damn, what is this show gonna be called? <laughs> <laughs> it' still be sober swole before' is... it's,
2: it's Jake's fat life, I think we' gonna have to call that one <laughs> <laughs> um i got i got dangerously i was getting dangerously close there before i uh rediscovered my motivation
0: yeah i know that bni rant
2: yeah bmi still bullshit. BMI
0: rant, yeah. i'm getting i'm getting uh you
2: can't see no but i'm getting damn it Fucking camera there we go. No, I had a pretty, I was getting kind of veiny tonight. And I was like, ooh, I haven't seen those in years. Right. Got excited. Got so excited I ate half a pound of beef.
0: I think I I think I think actually wore this shirt to, we did a photo shoot on Sunday. Our family seasonal photo shoot. And so uh, Co's parents were with us. And so they were part of the shoot. And I wore this. Uh long sleeve shirt. That is tighter than I like. Mm-hmm. Wore pretty confidently in there.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, man.
0: So I didn't look at the pictures either when they were deciding on what to get, but I don't know. Looking looking forward to seeing what one eighty six looks like on on camera, because I don't have a documented anywhere, dog.
1: Mm.
0: Me being this weight. So But look at you go. A new sensation. It is these four thirty morning starting mornings are burning twelve hundred calories by noon. Like it's paying off.
2: I've been uh, I've been sleeping in till about six.
0: Yeah, that's what sleeping in is, man. Yeah. And then waking up and
1: oh God, make sure the kids are up. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: red alarm as soon as you get up
2: oh man looks like i'm just by the end of everything now i'm i'm just exhausted my body's like you're not getting up dick it's 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 been fun but finding my time to train and get everything else done has been rewarding yeah you know Usually I do have to scoot everywhere pretty fast because saving those extra five minutes at the end of my day is actually quite beneficial.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Even six kiddos, dog. That is a full house.
2: Yeah. And everyone's got somewhere to go, people to see.
0: Aren't you so glad?
2: I, in a way, I am. In a way, I am.
0: In a way, outside of your wallet.
2: Well, yeah, because this is like a whole. I learn lessons in patience every that, day.
0: Every day, for sure.
2: I will give my ticket a praise. That was my lesson in patience today.
0: Yeah. Well played.
2: So as much as I disagree adamantly, but also accept responsibility.
0: Rightly so, absolutely.
2: It was my lesson in patience.
0: Yeah. So join the club, man. Speed <laughs> It's Not fun. There's nothing sexy about it at all. But it, I get so I get daily doses of patience. Mm-hmm. You got a big, you get a you got a big fat one. I get mine on a daily basis, and it doesn't cost me anything because i'm literally just following suit <laughs> that's all i'm doing well, I'm i like was
2: first. thinking about it. i've talked to Scarlett about this a few times because in a couple of years she's gonna be driving on her own mm-hmm. and i said i you'll not understand this because you you don't you don't live in a house where like we watch nascar and i said i grew up wanting to be dale earnhardt
0: sure Sure.
2: And then I remember when Daryl Waltrip retired and became like the color, the color commentator for NASCAR, who explained to you how and why cars were doing everything. And in my young man brain was I can apply that to life. So that's how I learned how to drive. (laughs) So when I'm taking turns, I'm accelerating out of turns and I'm watching people's cars and how they move. I hear Daryl Waltrip in my 30, almost 36 year old mind still. All right, here he comes up close over here. Here we can get the best of that quarter panel over there and pass him on the right. There he goes out in the open air. Go. Like here. go. Here.
0: <laughs> that, is, that is a gem because you know there's so many people that are like that. So many people have that. Mindset. I don't even mess with NASCAR like that. But like just you talking about it reminds me of Michael Waltrip. And was it Tide? Is that the car he drove for a long time?
2: He had. Oh, it was blue. It was Napa. He drove. He drove the Napa blue car.
0: Was it Daryl who drove the Tide car then?
2: Daryl Waltrip. uh, Yeah. Okay. His brother. Daryl was his brother.
0: Yes. His older brother. And so that's why I liked it. It was my favorite number. And so I remember the Tide car. And so I remember watching that. And like you were talking about, hearing the color commentary, hearing them explain things, seeing how they started. watching. they take the inside? That's
2: back in the Ned. That was back in the Ned Jarrett days.
0: Yeah. And so yes. And <laughs> uh, like I remember Dale Earnhardt Sr. passing. I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. Yo, that was a bad. I remember watching that, and just feeling like. It's like a football player getting hit the wrong way. Like, yeah, he, you know, I was like, oh, that doesn't, something's wrong about that. This one's different. And mm-hmm. yeah, so, um, but no, I didn't, I didn't exactly learn uh, how to from that, but you definitely take those lessons. Like on the highway, bro, I start wide, I cut in towards the inside, I'm over the line, but my gravity is good. So I accelerate right out of that turn. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I do that on a daily basis still. It's not as bad as yours, but mine is with music. Mine is DJ Brain. So, like, it's hard. It's so hard hearing, seeing things in context that align with, like, a a song title or a lyric or something like that. So, I get random. You'll he-
2: like, you'll hear me at the, at some point in time, if, we're ever, if you're ever driving with me. I'll, I'll say boogity, boogity, boogity at some point if we're getting... It's almost a guarantee.
0: So did you say that before or after you got pulled over? No, because I was just... Did you know you were going that fast? Like, do you normally...
2: It was one of those things where I was at peace.
0: Oh,
1: no. No.
2: Because one of my my favorite things to do is long drives on open roads.
0: For sure, dog.
2: And I'm on an open road, and
0: it's. You got your kids doing their thing, but it's not excessive. Yeah. Just inside your normal, your normal bubble, and you got no problems. And then
2: everybody's eating a snack and happy and listening to music. I got the dog sitting next to me, smiling. I put that picture up of Ginger today. She's smiling. That's what she does. Like, yeah. I'm like... <sighs> so yeah. I'm just cruising. I'm just cruising. I know today is a great day. That's all I know. Today is a great day. And today still was a great day. Yeah. After my lesson in patience, it still was a great
0: day. Today is still a great day. It's true.
2: It's not midnight yet.
0: Not yet. (laughs) Feels like it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm not mad. Today, I'm not mad about a thing.
0: No, I'm glad I'm glad we have this space for us to have these conversations and because you're you're more than justified in feeling the way you do, bro. I don't want you to ever think that I'm placing judgment. I'm just trying to make sure you're aware of the duality in the- I appre- I
2: will always appreciate you forcing me to think in a different direction. And testing where my head's at. I will always appreciate that. That's always.
0: It the test it's not a it's not a condemnation ever it's not a condemnation because I'm no better than you we're both the same people in my eyes and so or we're both valued equally the same we offer the same value in my eyes and so all I'm trying to make sure is that you don't get too far distracted from that emotion to also realize this thing because you did it you did it before the end of the show you didn't have to listen back to it you were already caught and heard and and Absorbed and and you know you worked through that and so I didn't know you before we started this, bro. I didn't know you at all. Yeah. And so now, for us to be at this, I thought
2: I thought you were some kind of Persian.
0: That's, I, get it, <laughs> I get. I get. I get it a lot. So, but like you know, I don't offer this level of context to everybody, to most people. That I come across. So, you being vulnerable and you being expressive, it's just an opportunity to me. It's not, it's not, and it's an op- it's potential, it's positive potential. It's not something I see as that will drive a rift between our relationship. I see it as an opportunity for us to have a conversation about it because we don't get tested in our lives so much.
2: Oh, here's the part where I say, fuck you guys, and I leave, right?
0: Yep. Yep.
2: But- Deep cut. <laughs> that's a, a sobersome pocket. Deep cut.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But no, like, to be evil, just to just, like I said, just to even have that level of candor. To give me the opportunity to iron that out for you or with you, because I'm absorbing in real time the exact same way you are. And so I'm learning in real time. So. The idea that I can recognize how other people might see it is also important because we anticipate people watching this at some point, right? That's true. So for anything, for the viewer, when they see this, for us to recognize that they may see it that way. Not that it's better, not that it's worse, not that you should or shouldn't, but an option. An Another viable option because your way isn't the only way. Right. It's a way. It worked out. So it's not the worst way, clearly. That's not how it was dressed up, and that's not how I tried to dress it up. But it's like, just take note, bro. (laughs) Just take notes of these things and then apply and adjust. Update your firmware
2: but I will always reciprocate energy.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Return, serve, man.
2: Oh, I, get, uh, I guess I could probably tell you a, uh, a dad moment I had with a, oh. not my child. <clears throat> so at work, there's a bunch of young men that do loud, obnoxious young men things. And then they'll come and ask me about it. And I'll be like, that's stupid you know, and why? And I'll say, here, 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 and here's what's going to happen. I go, well, I won't do it anyway. And then whatever I said happens, ends up happening. And I go, because, but I'm not chastising too hard. I'm like, that was dumb. You're a dumbass. That was a dumbass thing. You know, (laughs) But because like,
0: That's wizardry, bro.
2: This old man, old man knowledge.
0: That's wizard. How, Warm are most wizards in movies. Not. They talk shit to the people who make mistakes because they told them what to do. And then they yep. laugh at them for how, right? Like. Yep. You yeah. Should, you should absolutely give them shit. Oh yeah. When it comes down to you being the elder. The elder statesman and them doing young man shit. You're either doing it with them or you've learned from it. So you should feel that type of way. You should be. You should say, well, because I see that every day with my girls. Mm-hmm. I tell them better all of the time, and then they do that thing that causes them to get in trouble or that doesn't work out in their favor. And I'm like, I I, I told you. Like I, I drew you a map, and you went your own way. Congratulations, you got poison ivy. <laughs> like, right, like it's it's one of those things to where yeah. And so you said it was just young man shit that they were doing, or
2: yeah. So there was a group of uh, outside young men that came in and had just caused a ruckus, and they were escorted away. Okay, and then. Off on the other side, one of the guys said, "One of the young cats that works there, his friends came in and they see each other and immediately start screaming." So I walk over and I place my hand gingerly upon this young man's the back of his neck and I pull his head in and I go, "Hey, we just kicked a bunch of idiots out for being idiots." So the cameras are obviously over here. They're going to see you acting like a fucking moron with your friends. And they're going to fire your dumb ass. So how about you tell your friends to shut the fuck up? And you guys have a good night. He's
0: like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. (laughs) Amazing. How old? 17.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah. 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 I I remember that age. Like, I I understand. I understand. But he is unaware of the broad picture.
1: Oh
0: man! Yeah. 17. That's all I did. Yeah, right. Hey, hey! Knock it the fuck off! <laughs> you turned into you. T- you turned into Batman at your humble job.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just the old man. Like it's weird. Like I, huh. it's so cool working there.
0: The Batman. That's hilarious, dude. Thanks.
2: It's, it's, it, in a weird way, it is very fulfilling working there, too.
0: No doubt. Elder Statesman, Elder for sure.
2: There's only one person, like I've told everyone this, and I said, no, no, because like the guys will be talking about scraps and stuff, and like, well, Jake will probably kick their ass right now. I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I said, you don't ever want me to be involved in a, situation goes, why you'll kill him and i said no i am too old to stand toe to toe with some asshole i'm gonna win and i'm gonna leave they go what do you mean i'm gonna br- kick his knee out from under him i'll kick him in the dick i'll bite it i don't care i'm not i'm not trying to be in a whose dick's bigger fight if i have to fight somebody i'm hurting them and i'm leaving that's it. <laughs> like I'm. All the, like like you like you guys are young and like your testosterone's just starting to work and you're peacocking around. Like, I don't have time. Yeah. I have a, I have a wife and six children. I'm just gonna hurt you and leave. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah i I just got invited and joined up for the 35 plus basketball. Mm-hmm. The same group of guys, essentially. But they were in a league that allowed younger people. And so, having younger people in the league, that's how I got hurt on loose yeah. ball. Young cat trying to prove himself or whatever, like, annoying, annoying how I got injured. And so, like, now I'm in a 35 plus league. We got different motivations. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got work to go back to. So, like, <laughs> right. you know, we're, we're out trying to be competitive, but not to that point. And so, that was the mindset I went into last season. And I still got hurt just because I'm competitive. So it's like now we've moved up into the, you know, the elder statesman league. And so fingers crossed that it'll still be fun, but just without the ego, without the, without the, I don't even know what the word is. It's not worth it. I know that much. Mm -hmm. There's the value that they place on it. I don't agree with. It's like, just like your citation. Agree to disagree. Yeah,
2: I just even when I'm posting like my stuff, like when I'm done training, yeah, it's it's I, it's nowhere near as peacocky as it used to be either. I'm sure you could find my older stuff from deep down oh, in there where I'm captions, like, no doubt, yeah,
0: no doubt. Your caption, captions. a few years ago was totally different. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, here's what I'm doing and why, and this is, blah blah blah. blah. Now it's just like, today is this day. I did. Here's the, some words.
0: Here's the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just it comes across in my in my view as accountability. Mm-hmm. That's it, it. It's just you recognizing that you fell off, and it was due to a lack of motivation. And so, in order for you to maintain that motivation, you got to keep yourself in check.
2: I'm just seeing what it is.
0: And no one wants the goals that you'd want. No one can't. goals you want. So.
2: I posted that uh, most muscular the other day from all the, that's the first time in. Probably three years I had a most muscular. I was like, you don't look like shit. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. That's the reason why I was up there. Like, hey, look at
0: that. a boy. Like, Get your attaboy and keep moving.
2: That's it. Like it. It's I would love to compete again. I would love to. I would love to. But the stars have to align just right now. Dog. It's you, not my it's not my aspi am I'm not it's not my aspirations as a career anymore.
0: Stars. You need the planets to align my guy. Yeah. You need all of those things to line up at the same time. <laughs> I'm not sure how often that happens, but I know it's not often. It's not, I, mean,
2: yes. I don't want to do myself or the sport injustice. I think the last time I got on stage, I did myself and the whole sport of injustice.
0: Well, because what was your motivation?
2: John wouldn't compete unless I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, did, you literally didn't even do it for yourself?
2: Nope.
0: Yeah. I had
2: three, I I had three athletes in that show and I was more concerned about them. And And John, it showed for sure. Like all of the stress, you can see it. I looked like I was melting, but like, uh, I, I, you know, it was, John got screwed out of a couple placings that show, but it lit the fire in his ass. Yeah. Um, Alyssa got second place that show and she went on to nationals and win her pro card being coached under somebody else after that point um that was the highest breed ever placed I think in a show and she's off um and she's not competing anymore but she's you know she was on the show yep uh, was, uh, bring your daughter to work day deep cut but um IMDB yeah, she's out. She's out in uh, Wisconsin now, doing PR stuff. And just living, and I'm proud of her. Like that was, I took more out of that show from the people I helped coach to that show than I did for myself. And it showed big time. And I could tell it was bad because when I looked down at the guy who judges the bodybuilding, in particular, he looked disappointed looking at me, and I was like. ah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, bro, that's a double that's two strikes. Strike one, you didn't do it for yourself. Yep. Strike two, it was visibly obvious you didn't do it for yourself.
2: Yep. Yep. And then that's that's and that's what I've been I've told people for years is bodybuilding is incredibly selfish. Because it has to be because the things that you must do to get your body into the peak um shape for the competition has to be very selfish.
1: Yeah.
0: You can't have you can't have a lot of bandwidth. You can mm-hmm. be very singularly focused. I mean that that one video that that one clip I sent you a while ago that the uh, two guys talking about each other. Mhm. Each other at the gym, and then they were being interviewed talking about the other person. And he's like, "Oh, I only eat chicken and chicken and rice, mm. but my my abs are jacked." And another guy's like, "I eat whatever I want.
2: <laughs> I'm
0: strong as fuck." Yep.
2: Thinking about going on a cut.
0: <laughs> yep. They're both thinking about we're doing what the other's doing. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. all you know the the nature of the sport is. No matter how great you turn out to be for you, it's ultimately up to someone else's opinion. Yep. Someone else's perception of you. So, yeah, man, it's a well, that's tough sled.
2: Yeah, but it's awesome when you're when you like when you're actually in it, and then win or lose, and bodybuilding is subjective. But if you bring a hundred percent your best to it, to the show, to the stage you can find peace in losing sometimes eventually, but you can find peace in it because like with my second show, when they completely took a whole weight class out and it put me in middleweight, and I was like 20 pounds less than all the other guys I was on stage with. And I just got my ass kicked by just bigger dudes. Yeah. I was still the best I ever looked at up to that point. And I can be proud of that. Yeah. I had to get over the some shit but like I, <laughs> that's that was the you know bodybuilding has the ability to be incredibly positive if you do not let the bullshit get to you if that makes any sense at all
0: no it's it makes a whole lot of sense because if you can start if your discipline starts with yourself it's going to permeate to everything else you touch everything else you touch i mean the so much of it is sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So much of it is saying no for the sake of you being, if someone asks you if you were happy with your self-image, you can say yes all day long. All day long because you're going to look great if you Mm -hmm. find that ability to commit to the machine that is your body. It will reward you.
2: And then you have to learn how to get cool with yourself as you're coming out of in show shape.
0: Oh, there's ebb and flow to everything, bro. But yeah. Because
2: body dysmorphia is um motherfucker. Yeah. And that's um I like, think like, all last summer I wouldn't go into the pool. So I hated look. I hated looking at me. All right, go
0: on. Here's a guy that I work with at Spin who only wears jeans and was like bragging about it. Like, doesn't sound like something you would brag about. Yeah, like got yeah, tiny were, calves
2: or something.
0: Even even when it's really hot outside, you still wear jeans. Yeah. choice enjoy yeah i live in the the dessert man i'm no thanks so but yeah i mean people make choices that don't benefit them all the time this is true or that doesn't benefit it keeps his legs covered so whatever he doesn't want people to see people don't see so he doesn't have to worry about people feeling type of way about his legs cha-ching in his mind
2: Dude, my legs have, are like the only part of my body I've never had a problem showing. Look at these fucking things.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I I look back on this photo back at Shackamack State Park in Central Indiana. We used to go to the pool. And there's a picture of me and I have a towel over my shoulders on purpose so it's covering my chest and my stomach. It's like... I ate what I wanted. Yeah. Like, no matter no matter how active I was, I got to a point where I was on hydroxy cut, where I was on doing all these things, uh, in high school, into college. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what I did, I never. I I always plateaued. I plateaued. I got to a certain point, but I was always still just carrying a little extra weight, and always just doing this, always just doing that, and looking back. Alcohol was a big part of that. My diet's a big part of that. But also just my mindset. My mindset was always about going out and being sociable and doing a gig or, you know, drinking and eating before and after that is never great. Mm-hmm. Without the, and so, like, the discipline. Like, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that happens with bodybuilding because most of it is for show. But at the same mm-hmm. time, discipline, the discipline of it is... It's crazy. It's crazy hard. And so, if you can learn to be disciplined with yourself for the sake of no, 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 for that, yes, that matters like all day long, all day long. So, now I just built fitness into my business model. I stopped drinking. And what do you know? I'm in high school weight.
1: <laughs> Weird.
0: <laughs> what do you know? So, yeah, man, it's, uh, If I would have figured this out a long time ago, I would have been happier a lot longer ago. But now I'm walking around my underwear, just my underwear, no problem now. It's my house. That's right. I got girls, so can't go bare ass.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's, yeah, definitely. No, I, when it's just the, uh, When it's just the children at home, my kids, by blood, (sighs) I'll walk around just Pachoni's on. Yeah. it's different with stepkids. (laughs) I get it. But I was telling, uh, we were talking about dads, I think, the other night. And I said, well, my dad had a very interesting way of letting you know it was time to go home. And he was done with people being in his house. So, what do you mean? I said, oh, dad would just take his pants off. I was, I'm done with you being here. You're all too loud and I'm going to bed. Get out of my house.
0: (laughs) I mean, I could do that, but it got to a point where, what was the other show we watched for a while? The Goldbergs? The dad, every time he first thing he does is take his pants off. First thing he does is take his pants off. I was like, Colleen was like, Oh, you do that. Damn right, I do.
2: Hell yeah. I'm home. Like,
0: you need to be breathable.
2: Pants of prisons, man.
0: Spent all that day. Spent all day
2: long. That's why I got those Buy little shorts. Shout out to Trevor dot Littles.com. Buy the shorts. Yeah. <clears throat> nice and breezy. Very thin fabric.
0: Sir, we are encroaching on an hour and 45 minutes. Jeez. Yes. And we spoke before this.
2: Yeah. Again, some more. Just just killing the game. I'm sure we can find some good stuff to cut up out of this one.
1: Sure.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Sober Swole podcast. If you have not, please like and subscribe. Or subscribe to whatever platform you listen to us on. We'd love you and appreciate you more (laughs) if you'd give us a boost in that algorithm. Good night, everybody. Woo!
1: Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with Royalty Nutrition.